Welcome to All In, a podcast where business owners share their stories of being all in with Jesus Christ. Kate, welcome to JCCO podcast. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, appreciate you being here. Yeah. So, uh, so Kate, tell us a little bit about your company. What do you do and the name of your company? And Okay, all right. Uh, so the name of my company is threefoldart.co. <laughs> nice. So I made my, my company name the same as my web address. Uh, and I'm an artist. Uh, I, do, I make one-of-a-kind upcycled clothing, accessories, and jewelry. And I also uh, do creative services like logo design, and I do Zoom hosting. Um, I say I bring the fun so the presenter is free to just present. (laughs) And I handle everything else. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. And how how long have you been in that business? So I I started Threefold Art Co. with with my daughter uh, and a friend in uh, 2015. And we were going to make um, custom wedding bouquets. (laughs) Nice. Oh, man. That's that's some serious stuff right there. Right? Yeah. And that lasted um, about mm, a week or two (laughs) before everybody quit. And I was like, oh, well, okay, that sounded like fun. But so I hung on to the company name and I didn't know why. Uh, At the time, I was a graphic designer. I had a, a printing print brokerage business. Okay. Uh, I've been a graphic designer since, uh, well, for 30, thir- about 30 years now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And so I just, I just, uh, at the time I had a business doing printing and, uh, cause I'd work, I worked in the printing industry for most of my career as a graphic designer right. and, uh, and it was okay. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really happy with the business. Right. And, and I, you know, I hung out, I hang on to Threefold Art Co. for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it then. But in 2017, I uh, moved back to Kansas City, which was my home. Right. Uh, spent about nine years in rural Kansas. Okay. And um, when I moved back, I, I wanted a change. I wanted a big change. And so that was, I decided to drop my previous printing company name and go with threefold art co and i didn't know what i wanted to do <laughs> but, <laughs> but i Sometimes knew i was freeing <laughs> yes right <laughs> yep done that been there <laughs> <laughs> so really in 2018 was when i i figured out basically what i wanted to do with the business and and since then have have been just growing it in that direction, in the, in the direction of doing art full time and um, working with creative people um, in my in my creative services. Wow, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. Well, tell me a little bit about your history with the Lord. Like, um, what's some background? Like, how did you grow up, and and what's your what's your history with the Lord? Okay, uh, so when I was a kid, uh, I don't young when I was in grade school uh, I went to a church a little tiny little church uh, in the middle of nowhere in Missouri southern Missouri I grew up in southern Missouri okay I uh, went to a Methodist church with my parents and you know 
it was more of a social thing than church. I didn't, uh, I didn't really understand a lot of what they talked about. We didn't practice any kind of religion at home. And I had really no attachment to it, except that I really loved singing. And my mom and my sister and I would sing uh, specials at church. But that was really it. There was no kind of emotional attachment. My parents were not religious. Mm. And I, I really think that they just went to church because that's what people did. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, I did. Uh, I, I, I attended. I didn't. I stopped. We stopped going to church before I was 13 years old. And my dad handed me a stack of books after I turned 13. They were on all different religions. And he handed it to me and he said, you're old enough to decide for yourself. Here you go. Interesting. Did me no good at all. <laughs> Especially at 13. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not gonna with, with no guidance, with no right. guidance, just here's some books, make up your mind. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So I did not grow up um, belonging to the Lord at all. Hmm. Um, I didn't understand that that's something that people did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was just never in my experience of life. Uh, um, I did when my daughter was, um, um, how old was she? I think she was seven to eight or nine. We went to a church close to our house and I was a single mom. I was, I was really, really damaged. Um, I had, I had been in some really abusive relationships at that point, including my daughter's father. And, you know, we had, we'd both been through some really bad stuff and came out the other side. And I, I had an idea that if I went to church, maybe I could do better or have a better life. But the church I went to, I didn't, no one ever talked about having a relationship with Christ. Wow. You know, I, I was an elder in that church and I got baptized for the first time in that church. Um, and basically I got to learn some history about the time of Jesus. And I thought that was super interesting. I minored in history in college. <laughs> so, cool. so that was super interesting to me, but I, it didn't, it wasn't doing anything for my soul. Right. right. <laughs> I got to Big play difference. bells. Yeah. yeah. I got to play handbells. That was great. I, I was in the choir. I loved singing, but that was it. No one ever talked about having a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And so that, uh, I'm not sure what year that was. It was probably 10 years later was the next time I went to church. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little break. Yeah. 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 My daughter. It was, it was um, like a church club you were in is what it sounded like. It was totally. I, yeah. It, but that's what I, it was like what I grew up with. So I thought that's, that's what church was like. And I, I didn't really get it. I didn't understand the attraction because it wasn't, it was a social club. You know, I was a single mom and, and really struggling and they helped us pay a utility bill once. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So church is where you get help from people who are doing better than you. And, you know, right. I, I was, it was my experience. Um, in 2018, I, I met, uh, my business coach. I went to, I was, I went to a, uh, it was called global entrepreneurship week, uh, Kansas city. 
and it had all of these classes for a week about business, which were awesome because they were free. Cool. <laughs> and I was yeah. just moved back to Kansas City, was was definitely struggling financially. And so, oh yeah, this is great. I'm gonna go to this this free week-long thing. So one of the classes that I took was taught by Tina Joy Cochran, who actually she's in she's, she's in awesome. uh, yes, <laughs> she is awesome. Great lady, yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So I met her at, I met her in one of the classes and we decided to have coffee afterwards. And I had never had coaching before. I really didn't think. And I told her at the time that I never thought I was worth coaching. Um, my entire life, I, I had so from the first memories I can remember, I felt worthless. I felt like the only reason people would be nice to me was because they felt sorry for me because I was so pathetic. And these were voices that I told myself that I, I, I had kind of a rough, rough period of my childhood. I heard them at home. I mean, I just, I just thought I was pretty worthless and, and really not worth anyone's time. And she, of course, that made her cry, yeah. <laughs> of course, which made yeah. me sad. Yeah. But um, I became one of her clients after after that conversation. She she was just like, "Of course, you deserve coaching. You're yep. you're awesome. There's nothing wrong with you." Right. And so we started a coaching relationship for my business, um, where I, I still had no idea really what I was going to do. All I knew was that I really hated doing printing. And all of the clients that I had, I really didn't like, <laughs> didn't want to work with them anymore, but I right. didn't know how to get clients that I liked. So that was what we were working on. And she invited me to appear in a promotional video for her business cool. uh, a little while later, a few months later. Yeah. And at the, at the same time, the same people were doing a promotional video for Raytown Christian Church. And she asked if I would be in both videos. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't been to church in a long time. And it's just, uh, it's okay. But, you know, I don't really need that. Right. And, and so I, I agreed just to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went to the church and it was a contemporary worship service, which I, I had never been to a, a contemporary worship service. And I see there's a full band up on the stage getting ready to start and i was like oh this is gonna be mm. <laughs> i was really cynical i i was I, just like oh this is gonna be so lame <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah how long is this service <laughs> yeah oh totally because i because we did we they did the filming for the church and then we were going to do, go directly over to her office and film for her and i was like uh, all right we'll get through this it'll be all right right so the first song <laughs> started and it spoke to me oh, that's and awesome. I got goosebumps and I started crying. Cool. <laughs> Holy awesome. Spirit grabbed a hold of me by both shoulders and said, hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, I... The, the first song started and then the worship leader did a prayer between the first and second songs. And that was the end. I, I was done. I was completely done. I was completely taken over by Holy Spirit. I was just like, oh, 
this is why people go to church. <laughs> this is why people worship God. And, and I never, I always believed in God. Sure. But I, I never, I never understood that you could have a relationship with God and that, and that, that inner voice of mine that, that would guide me and tell me things throughout my whole life. I had no idea that that was Holy Spirit keeping me safe all those years to get me to the point where I would be receptive. And, um, and I came to church the next week. <laughs> I think Tina was a little surprised yeah. Uh, when she showed up to church and I was already there talking to a bunch of people, just getting to know everybody because I just wanted to know, I wanted to know everything about this whole Jesus thing. And I wanted to, I wanted to know why I felt like that because I, I had, I had had a couple of really profound spiritual experiences, but I didn't relate them to God or, uh, well, I didn't relate them to Jesus or the Holy Spirit. It was just, wow, I had this awesome experience at a spiritual retreat, right? You know, and, and didn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't attach it to anything like I did at the church service that I went to. Um, and so I was just all in after that. Uh, I, I did a, uh, our church does a, uh, does a Bible study called directions. And, and I had actually read the Bible before, um, as a literary book, right? Right. <laughs> you no, know, it was historical fiction is probably what I was thinking at the time. Right. And, and so I didn't have any context with it. Um, but, um, but this directions Bible study got me through the whole Bible with, you know, different sections. And so I really came to understand so much more mm -hmm. about having a relationship with God and what, you know, who Holy Spirit is and who Jesus is and, and how they can relate to your own life. <laughs> it was Amen. completely eye-opening. So yeah, two, that was in 2018. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. That's so yeah. cool. Well, tell me, tell me this, like, how have you noticed in your business now having a relationship with Christ? Is it, has it differed? Is, is there a difference there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I was really, I spent so many years of my life just really untethered and lost and floating basically from, you know, one experience to another seeking. I was always seeking. I didn't know what I was seeking, but it was the same in my business. I kind of, if somebody, if somebody suggested that I could make money doing it, I would, I was all over it. <laughs> I didn't have any, you know, that was, I, I followed the money. Yep. It was always the hustle and grind. And, yep. and I never really, I got by, mm -hmm. I've, I've had, I've been an entrepreneur since high school. Cool. And um, in several different businesses, but um, I never really had a lot of success and I was always struggling to connect with people. I always felt, I always felt like there was something wrong with me. I, I always felt like I was faking it. I always felt like I had to pretend to be someone besides myself because if anybody knew who I was, they would run away. Mm -hmm. They would never do business with me because of how 
pathetic and and worthless I was. That was really what I thought my entire life. Um, and even that really made me chase the money instead of actually trying to make a meaningful business. Sure. Um, and chasing the money, and I now know, just doesn't work. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, some people, some people get by like that, but but I feel like now, um, well, I was over. I've been overwhelmed this week. I I've had I've I've had a big transition in my business. I I've always I've I've kept an hourly part time gig, and Holy Spirit prompted me that I was going to replace that income. I was going all in on my business, no more side gigs, that kind of thing, that this was it. He was taking care of me. I didn't have to do anything else. This was going to do it. And, you know, I, I never would have quit that side gig before right. <laughs> because I hadn't replaced the income, but Holy Spirit said, that's what we were doing. And so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> But this week has been crazy and I'm kind of overwhelmed a little. I'm just really busy with the transition. Um, and this morning, me and Holy Spirit hung out for an hour and he helped me figure out what are my top priorities? What do I have to do to get this rolling? What can I let slide? And, you know, it's like I have this the, the most amazing business partner now. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> That's right. I don't, have to, I don't have to make decisions on my own. I don't have to. In fact, I don't have to bear the responsibility of every single thing anymore. Free, I have free. to do what he tells me. That's and great. I'm getting good at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, let me ask you this. Um, that kind of transition is how did you find out about JCCEOs? You know, it's a uh, the Jesus Christ CEO group because yeah. it sounds like you're you're getting into that and how'd you find out about it and yeah um uh, I, I you know I meant to ask Tina this afternoon because I can't remember if it was her or another member I think it was another member Chris that told me about this and I had a I had an all day long coaching session in 2020 with um Chris Cavanaugh. And she, I think it was her that told me about it. Uh, and, and at, at the time I was, um, I was really receptive to it. I, I really liked the idea because I was going through that, uh, the directions discipleship book and, and learning, learning all about God and learning, learning about the Bible, um, coming to understand that I'm beloved of God which was hard to accept after 46 at that time, 45, 46 years of truly believing that I was worthless mm -hmm. to coming to understand that every single one of us is completely beloved of God. He knew everything that was going on the whole time. He didn't desert me ever, even though I didn't know him and I didn't, and I was really cynical about him. Right. <laughs> it didn't matter to him. He nope. planned all this. He knew all this. And um, so I was really reset. It, it was a really good time for me to find JC CEOs because I was ready to give my life to Jesus. I had already, you know, I, I had already become saved again, although I had, I had become saved when I was a kid, but I didn't have any clue what that meant. And so I, I kind of don't really count it because I said it to go along with the crowd. 
<laughs> right. But this time I meant it and it was and it was internal. It was in my heart. Um, so it just made sense to me that, you know, why would I give my whole life to him and not give him my business? Why would I separate? I mean, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, basically my whole adult life. Mm -hmm. Why is that separate from anything else? So it just made sense to me. <laughs> That's that is that is really cool. Now, um, in that module, as you're going through it, there mm -hmm. is um, there is a uh, company consecration and a and a personal covenant. How? And I know you're still kind of going through it, but how was the personal covenant to you? You know, it's funny. I throughout the whole time, and I took a really long time to get through that. Uh, I, I feel like it was a long time. Um, I didn't do one one lesson a week, and sometimes I would go three or four weeks, and they and they'd send me an email and say, "Hey." are you still? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll go back. Right. Right. <laughs> so I was yeah. slow, yeah. but, um, I really thought mo through about the last half on that. Well, of course, of course I'm giving my whole company to Jesus. Of course I'm giving myself to Jesus. I don't why it's not going to be a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> so funny though. As soon as I, as soon as I turned in my, my covenant, my personal covenant, like I could not get this grin off my face. <laughs> it was, I, I was driving a, a school bus as a part-time gig at the time. And this was last year. Um, and they, and I just was like, oh, this won't make a difference. And then the day I did it, man, I could not get that grin off my face. I was so happy because I, I, it was, it was almost like a wedding day, you know, like, like, oh, I did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> I couldn't that's wait so. to tell everybody. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, do you have to have your personal covenant? Do you have that? I do. do you, yeah, I do. Can you yeah, can you me, read it if you don't sure. mind? Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. I would love to. Yeah. Let me open. Wonderful. In fact, I keep it on the on one of my uh screens on my phone. So I look at it all the time. <laughs> that's so cool. Go for it. Go for it. I, Catherine Esther Catlin, solemnly and irrevocably, with boundless joy and celebration, make this covenant with Jesus Christ, the Most High God, who lives in me and I in him. On this day, Wednesday, September 30, 2020, I give up my life to enter into new life as a citizen and soldier of God's kingdom, one of Christ Jesus' holy people. My new life's purpose is to do the will of God, directed by his Holy Spirit, without delay or disagreement in all things. I fearlessly declare that I am sanctified, set apart from the world unto God, from this day until I leave the world to join my king in heaven. Dude, and I'm still getting goosebumps. <laughs> that's awesome. You know what I love? Now, now I know this is a podcast, so people can't see you. Sure. You were smiling the whole time you read that, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and here's what's crazy. That, that does not sound like a broken person talking. Right. That's what I love. Yeah. That, that, because that, I'm not broken anymore. Amen. There you go. He, he, I mean, you're all smiles and, and that, that had power behind it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I still feel it and I read I that felt thing. it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, 
I'm not broken anymore. There's a, I, oh, I wish I had looked it up. It just popped into my head, but I don't know. It's a Psalm, I think. Um, but David says, <laughs> my heart is fixed. God, yeah. my heart is fixed. And that's what he did for me. He fixed wow. my heart and my heart is fixed on him. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And it's by, amazing. by giving it up, you get yeah. it all. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, my entire life, uh, you know, I, I, I chased the money. I, I chased things that made me feel good. I chased bad things. Mm -hmm. right, <laughs> I chased right. relationships that were really unhealthy. I chased, you know, I, I wasn't always honest. Right. And man, I, he, he still loves me. He still forgives me. He knew, he knows everything, even right. the horrible bad things in my heart back then. Yep. And Man, yeah, the, his love, I, and it took me, it's taken me a couple years to really get it. Mm -hmm. and, and I honestly feel like I'm still just now getting it. Like, I, I'm always just now getting it. We, we, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, and you know, I hear that. And from, from believers from a long time, and they're like, oh, it's, it, go, it keeps going on forever and ever. And I'm like, man, some things I feel like, oh man, I, why, when am I going to get this? <laughs> but that bit I'm really starting to get, I'm really starting to understand the depth of his love for me. Mm -hmm. It still amazes me, that but, is so cool. but I'm starting to believe it. You know, I'm starting to really, really get it deep down in my heart. Amen. And that what, made all the difference. So, so let me ask you this. Okay. You know, I know you were talking about chasing the money and, and that's, yeah. you know, as a CEO business owner, I mean, that's, Oh, you got to be profitable. You got to do that. Yeah. But what do you chase now? Or what, what, what's different, I guess, about the chase? I know yeah, you yeah. have to be profitable. You've got to bring money in. Yeah. How, how does it differ now? Um, okay. So in 2009, my husband, uh, and we, we'd only been together for a couple of years, uh, but he was involved in a motorcycle accident and got a brain injury. Um, he hasn't been able to work since then. And I was, I always said I was made to be kept. <laughs> I was not a breadwinner. I mean, I was, I had a career, but you know, I wasn't the breadwinner. I wasn't made to be the breadwinner. I always said, um, but suddenly here I was thrown into, oh gosh, I'm, I'm the breadwinner now. And so there was, a, there was always a sense of desperation kind of um, that it's all on my shoulders. If I don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. And if I fail, we're homeless or whatever. And, you know, there was always this huge pressure and, and I did always feel like it was all on my shoulders. Um, and that's another thing that I'm, I'm kind of still getting used to is the fact that, that I am walking in my favor. I've, I've been an artist my entire life. Um, in 2000, 19. I'm horrible with dates. Oh, so 2019 too. in November, I had a vision and I, and I had never had anything like that before. I dream really vivid. Um, so it was completely different from a dream, but I, I went to bed and I was praying and I had a vision where an angel came to my room and said, come with me. And so I went, <laughs> we went to the throne room uh it was there were no there was no one no one else there but us but there were thrones and there was gold 
and I, it was, I have, I felt the most intense love I have ever felt in my life. And, um, and he just wanted to, the angel just wanted to show me and I didn't really understand why, but I really felt like I was going to like disintegrate if we stayed there. It was so intense. And then we came back and, and another voice, which, which now I, I believe it was the voice of God said, do art for me. And I was like, and then, and then he said, paint, paint the throne room. And so, Ooh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, is that there behind you? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> so I had never had a real uh, artistic style. I had just kind of been all over the place and just painted whatever and, and did whatever art. Um, and he told me what art supplies to go buy. <laughs> we went to the store together and Holy Spirit was like, go there, do this, get this. You're looking for these little glass beads. And I'm like, what? Never heard of this. So I asked a lady, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. So we get the glass beads. And, and so, um, ever since then, since, since God said, do art for me, I, it was really confusing because I do art or I did art and was like, well, what's the difference between just doing it and doing it for you? So it, it was, a, it was a journey of about a year before I, I was kind of, and, and all of these pieces back there, yes. you can see the background. Yeah. Um, they all were given to me by God. They weren't my ideas. They, they weren't anything like I'd ever done before, but they all have the same style and they're all cohesive. And at the time I thought he wanted me to do these paintings for him. Um, and so I, you know, that I worked on that in the business for, for the all of 2000 at the end of the year, 2000. So about a year after my first vision, um, I, I, I was, I was telling my, uh, Tina, my coach, I was like, man, you know, I've been doing these clothes, these clothing modifications for since I was in sixth grade, <laughs> basically <laughs> taking, a while. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, taking thrift store cool. clothes turning them into some other creation that is more elegant and nicer and, and more fun. Um, and I said, man, I'm really feeling like I want to, I want to do the clothing. I want to do these, I'm, I'm making jewelry. I'm doing accessories. I really feel like I want to do this, but I'm, you know, God said, do art for me. I'm not really sure how this fits, but I feel really pulled. And, and I've since came to understand that, that, the art that I do, no matter whether it's the clothing or whether it's it's the accessories or whether it's the mixed media pieces, I am doing art for God. Everything I do is for him. And so so it doesn't really matter what I'm doing, whatever, you know, it's what I'm what I'm called to is for him. And because I'm walking in that favor now, I I get guidance and I get, I get the, the positive reinforcement that I always wanted. Um, and I don't have to hustle, you know, I, you know, I, I'm led to serve the people I serve. And the reason that I do what I do is because I have to, because I'm an artist and, and God has given me this amazing gift. That's so much fun. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like work, but that's what he wants me to do. He wants me to be myself. He wants me to be free. He wants me to not hide who he created 
so that I can be an example to others so that they can see that they don't have to, like I did for so many years, um, have normal hair and, and try and fit into the corporate America. And the fact is he didn't make us all for corporate America. He made some of us for it, but others of us like me, he made artists and right. he made us to have weird green hair and <laughs> wear awesome. bright colors. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's supposed to be different. That's what makes yeah. the world work and, and, and yeah. really the Christian body work. You know? Yeah. 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 Everybody was the same. What, what, what team would be successful if they had just all quarterbacks? Nobody. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It takes every single one of us to make up the body of Christ. And then we all, we all work. If yep. we're all, if we're all following who we're supposed to be, who God was made us to be, it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Well, let me, <laughs> let me ask you this. I, um, I think, you know, I, I love your story. But, um, and, and as we kind of wrap this up, I, I want to give you a chance to speak because I think it's important. I think there's a lot of people that may be listening now that feel the brokenness, that feel the loneliness that, and I, and I, and I know, uh, uh it, it can be men or women. Um, and I would love for you to talk a little bit about the brokenness and, and, you know, what people what helped you? I mean, you've kind of been explained, but what advice you could give? And then also mainly moms, you know, you, you were a, a single mom and there's a lot of single moms out there working really hard mm -hmm. and they don't get a break. They come home and they're still working. And when they yeah. hit that bed, they're done, you know? Yeah. So I, I'd love for you to just take a minute and or a couple minutes, whatever, and just talk okay. on that if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, so I, you know, I, the last time I tried to commit suicide <laughs> wow. was in, uh, 2015. Wow. Um, I, you know, I, I spent my entire life trying to be someone else. Um, everything that I, all the clues that I got from when I was a kid was that there was something wrong with me. Um, I, you know, I had people, people said things like, I love you. You're perfect. You're so great. But I, I just never felt like they were telling me the truth. I felt like they were just trying to be nice. And, and I don't know where that re really exactly where that came from. Um, I, I wonder sometimes if I wasn't under attack from like the very beginning. Um, but I don't know, you know, um, I just always felt like an alien, like I didn't belong, like I was a fraud. Um, and in a way, I guess I kind of was because I wasn't, I wasn't being myself. I felt like if I revealed myself, I would get hurt so bad that I couldn't recover. And, and so I tried to be what other people told me I was supposed to be. Um, and man, I'm, I'm, I'm 47. I'll be 48 in a, in a month or so. And it amazes me that I spent 40 some years living under this belief that there was something wrong with me and that at all costs, I had to hide who I was or else I was going to get hurt. Um, and I did get hurt a lot. You know, I, I, I had some really, um, I had a couple very bad relationships that, that did a lot of damage. Um, and my, you know, my daughter was with me in one of those and she, 
she received a lot of damage from the relationship too, you know? So getting that and that being a, I finally got the courage to leave him, mm-hmm. but because it was the father of my daughter, you know, that relationship didn't end. Um, and he, last time I knew he was living on the streets on drugs and, you know, and, and I, you know, that to me, I know, I know now that he was as broken as I was and that he probably was doing his best with the information that he had. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if our daughter forgives him, but, um, but, you know, I understand that the, the heartache and the, the depravity and the hateful feelings inside, that's what causes people to do horrible things. And, you know, he probably, felt at least as bad as I always did. And that's probably why we got together. (laughs) Right. You know, I mean, and so, you know, I blamed myself for a really long time for, for, um, for his behavior. And, and as a single mom, I, I tried so hard to make up for what I felt like was my fault of, of, uh, you know, and the thing is, Jesus wasn't sent here to only, he didn't come here and, and give up his life in, in a torturous situation. Um, He didn't take on the sins of every single human being on the face of the earth ever just for some of us. I mean, it wasn't there. It wasn't just um, the people who didn't screw up in this way or the people who didn't have this sin or the people who didn't have these thoughts everybody has the opportunity to step into the grace of Jesus and to accept Holy Spirit into our hearts and to actually take all that love that we never felt or that we were too busy to feel because we were working so hard trying to, to, to give our kids a good life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just reserved for the other people. It's, it's for every single human being, no matter, no matter what they've done, they can, they can, you know, no matter what you have done, no matter what you have gone through, he loves you and he's got your back and Holy Spirit is there to, to like love on you and, and give you direction and, and just my entire life is so different now. Well, I can tell you're, you're all smiles and I love it. I mean, it's, and, and I wish, you know, I, I wish people could see that artwork behind you because it is beautiful. Um, Thank you know, you. Tell people where they can go and look at your artwork, maybe buy stuff from you, hire yeah. you, you know, yeah. what, what, how can they get a hold of you? Okay. Uh, so my website is the number three foldart.co. So three fold art co. Uh, and that's where I've got, uh, I, I, my paintings are there. Um, my clothing is there, my accessories and jewelry. And, uh, I've got information on my creative services there, uh, logo design and zoom hosting and that kind of thing. Um, and then, uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. They can look up threefold art co on, on both of those. Yeah. Well, and I love your necklace too. 
You're Thank you. I made fashionable. it. I know. I, that is awesome. I'm telling <laughs> everybody that's listening right now needs to visit her website. Yeah, oh, thank you. Sure. Yeah, because it's, yeah, your stuff's wonderful. And it, and you know, we need to support each other as well. Absolutely. It's, it's important. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, I appreciate your time and, and everything. And, and I, I, I mean, truly, you just glow. I mean, it's, it's so neat <laughs> to know now your back history and how rough it was. Yeah. Um, it truly is an inspiration to me and, and I, hopefully everybody listening that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, we think God saves in the afterlife. He saves right now. He saves yeah. right now. You know, oh, we always yeah. think, Oh, I just don't want to go to hell. I remember thinking that when I was young, cause I, well, I'm, I'm going to, I, I don't want to go to hell, but <laughs> you know, he saved you here and makes yeah. you better here. And you're, you're proof of yeah. that. And I, I appreciate that a yeah. lot. Yeah, so. I, I do too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Kate, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much and uh, definitely appreciate it. No problem. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate it. You bet. You have just heard from a business owner who is all in with living in covenant with Jesus Christ and has consecrated their business to his work. Business owners desiring to take their lives and company in deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit can take the first step by enrolling at jcceos.com. Thank you for listening. The All In Podcast is a recruiting ministry of the Jesus Christ CEO Institute. God bless you and see you soon.